Right. Live. Live. Feels like it's been a while, actually. It's been a very hectic few weeks, hasn't it? It has, yeah. We're in the middle of tasting season, aren't we? Which yes. means that every week we are here, there and everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's involved a lot of train travel. We'll perhaps chat about that a little bit later on. <laughs> train travel and, more importantly, wine. Absolutely, a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you? I'm, I'm all right, thank you. Yes, it's a nice good. sunny day. It's a Sunday sort of lunchtime-ish, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. good. Excellent. I'm battling through software, which I wish I didn't have to learn. Yeah, I feel your pain on that because I'm doing a similar thing in the office. It's good, isn't it? Learning, well, Sundays are learning new software. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But hey, we're going to feel great once we've mastered both pieces. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, you've poured me some wine. I have. I, well, I went for two, actually. I, I actually poured one and then thought, oh, no, maybe we should have two today because it feels like we've probably got quite a bit to chat about. So, uh, okay. yeah. Do you, do, do you want me to tell you what you're drinking? Do you want to tell me? I Well, I, I know what we've got on the machine downstairs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you've got a one in four chance twice, so. Yeah, well, I think the first wine is um, is definitely the Etna. It absolutely is. So it won't Rosso, come as a surprise so to you that I poured you a Sicilian wine, no? No. Well, that and just the colour of it is so yeah. obvious. It's so sort of light and fragrance. Well, and I know nothing about it. I think, is it new in or have I just missed it in the past? Uh, we've had it for a few weeks. Yeah, but, um, okay. But it's certainly new on the Enomatic, isn't it? So, um, yeah, yeah, I thought you could fill me in this, on that. This coming Friday at the island tasting. Oh, yes, of course. Good. That's looming, isn't it? Excellent. It is. And then uh, the second wine. And bear in mind, I haven't tasted either of these yet. I've got no. no idea, actually. I can't remember for the life of me what's on the machine. We it's got so busy last night. That, um... Well, that's good. It's the uh, Cantamoy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So sort of indigenous Spanish wine. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sweet. What uh, are you on? What am I on? I, so I have, out of curiosity on both of them, because I've been wanting to try both of them since they came in recently, the Burnt House Bacchus oh, I've cool. got to try. And I've got... Uh, just as a nod to John, obviously, I've got the South African uh, Viognier, the Foundry, which, cool. again, I wanted to try anyway, so kind of handy for me. Excellent. Well, let's try our first one. Then. Let's do it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you'd know, I, I think even I would know what that was on the nose. <laughs> it's the Bacchus, I presume, yes. right? Yeah. I felt I should start with the Bacchus first, yeah. Yeah. So we've wow. just delisted and and not on purpose the flint vineyards packers yes only that uh we've we've run out of the allocated amount we were allowed to buy for this year and i can't get any more until the next vintage so um this is a really interesting local bacchus it's very very classic of bacchus grown just a few miles down the road well and it's always sad when we uh when we sort of finish our final allocation of flint on the various mm. uh wines that we have from them isn't it but um i am i'm intrigued to see what this one is like i have to say and uh, obviously we know we can look forward to flint again next year um yeah. but yeah no so just tell me a bit more about burnt house because i don't know much about them so um first off they this is the first vintage that they've produced of a still wine and bottled under their own name and own label what they do very well which is uh, sort of atypical for English producers or especially producers locally to us is that they've got a lovely brand um, you know nice label uh, nice sort of story about the wine um, Scarf Farm have been going for years uh, the farm has been in the family for generations and Cat the youngest um, sorry as a working farm or? yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. it's a working farm They've been growing grapes, actually, for a bit longer than they've been making wine. Um, I think for the last seven or eight years or so, they've been supplying 
some uh, Chardonnay and maybe a little bit of Pinot Noir as well to some sort of fairly famous uh, English producers, which is is pretty cool. Um, Specifically sparkling producers. Um, So they obviously know what they're doing with growing the grapes then if they're been selling on to some yeah, of the bigger exactly. English houses. Yeah, exactly. But this is the first wine that, as I say, they have bottled and labelled under their own label. So 100% Bacchus, still wine. Um, it's the grape that tends to do very well in East Anglia, where we have a relatively warm and very constant climate. Yeah. And it's, you know, if you've had Bacchus before, this is very classic. It's loaded with elderberry, sort of fresh citrus, loads of sort of green apple, a bit nettly, really zingy. And it, it has a nice sort of broad palate. It's not just too acidic which i do find that a lot of bacchus some bacchus can be can't it and that's why bacchus isn't always my favorite grape by any means no by any means not means um but actually yeah it won't surprise you to learn your spot on with your description on that it's it's really yeah it's lovely really very good definitely bacchus but yes it's got more to it than some have um the cooper's croft that we sell in the shop obviously as you know has been my real favorite bacchus um for the last few months um but this is Equally as good, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Really good. D- so, they're different, actually. They are different. I wouldn't listen to them both if they if they weren't. But no. To me, the Cooper's Croft is uh, it's a bit broader. The fruits are sort of more round and, and tropical. I yes. suppose. Yes, that makes sense. Whereas this is more clear, straight down the line. Yeah. Bacchus. Yeah. Done very yeah, very yeah. well. No, excellent. Okay, I like that. Good. Are you gonna have a slurp of yours then and yeah so uh, i uh, i have had a slurp um <laughs> this is one of my i i love this wine i love this style of wine so it's a beautiful color it's great isn't it it's sort of a, a cranberry very light sort of almost <laughs> to say that it looks ethereal is wrong isn't it but it, it's yeah, very no, very I get fresh what you mean. it's a really bright yeah yeah so super pale um really lovely sort of cranberry or crushed cherry color um Delicious wine. So Norello Mascalese is the grape. It's grown on the slopes of Mount Etna in Sicily. Yeah. So the wine is, as you'd expect, from sort of volcanic soils, very mineral, very um, sort of light. It's got a touch of savouriness about it. And this is full of sunshine, loaded with fruits, sort of, again, crushed cranberries, just really soft, juicy, delicious, with a touch of sort of savoury bitterness, which I really, really love about the wine. I could drink it very, very easily. And it's actually... At a lovely, so slightly cool temperature, which yeah. is how I tend to prefer all of my red wines. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. I think you might have mentioned that once or twice. Possibly. Or maybe, maybe even more. Possibly. <laughs> but, um, but, yes, you're certainly obviously Certainly right. for wines in these lighter styles. Yeah. Um, then it's great to just get them a little bit below room temperature. Uh, softens the alcohol, brings out those fruit flavours, and it is delicious. It is singing today. Perfect. Excellent. Shall I move on to my... Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll go back to the Bacchus, but shall I move on to my second then? So, sure. yeah, tell me a bit about Foundry then. So, Foundry, they are relatively um, famous producers, to be honest. You'll have seen their wine on some supermarket shelves mm. for for a long time, but they yeah. do produce wines at sort of a, a higher level um, as well. I know that that sounds silly. You're pulling your I'm, I'm, I'm a very smiling. Happy face, that was, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very nice. Very, very nice mouthful of wine. Yeah. <laughs> So they are from Stellenbosch, relatively yep. warm climate in South Africa. Um, of course, our shop assistant John's motherland, so he's, a, he's a big fan of the wine. Hence why it's on the machine. He, uh, he'll yeah. talk about it until you stop him. Um, really lovely wine, as you've, you've found. It's got a sort of lovely cloying mouthfeel. Sorry, cloying is, is derogatory, isn't it? But it's got a lovely 
Uh, rich, broad mouthfeel. Yes, it's very rich. It's really nice. nice it's my, and waxy. Yeah, yeah. My my sort of food wine. I mean, you could you could drink it perfectly happily without food, but it's, it's my sort of food wine, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You say as well that Bacchus isn't your favourite grape. Viognier typically isn't mine. Um, it's yeah okay. tends to lack a bit of acidity for me. The fruits always feel a bit too round and a bit too sort of big and 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 orangey. Um, but this is uh, the antithesis, I suppose. Yeah, this is quite nice. This is quite, this is quite an elegant Viognier, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really cool. No, really nice. Two um, excellent wines. Yeah, we've had a number of foundry wines on before. We've mm. still got a few sort of mature bottles of their Syrah downstairs. Yes, I've which seen that. shows, uh, last time I opened it a few weeks ago for our Syrah versus Shiraz tasting, it was just flying. It was, Brilliant. It was amazing. Excellent. Okay, well, yeah, no, I'm very happy with both of mine then. So, um, yeah, do you want to move on to your cool. answer mine Yeah, then? so, as I said, um, with the Samol, this is, so, Samol is, is an indigenous wine to Penedeth in Spain, an indigenous grape, sorry. Um, I think it makes up about 70, 80% of this blend and the rest of it is Garnacha. Um, so, comparing it next to the, the other wine... Whilst, yeah, they're like chalk, literally like chalk and cheese. Well, I, th- I think they are in this context. Yeah. I think they are in this context. But um, actually, it's not an intense wine. You know, you can see through it. It's, yeah. It's got a bit of lightness. It's ruby, I suppose. And on the nose, again, it's not it's not a massively powerful wine. It's, it's certainly on the sort of lighter style. It fits very well in our savoury and earthy section. And that's not necessarily earthy to say that it's big, heavy, spicy, chocolatey wine at all. To me, earthy can also mean floral and delicate and, yeah, and okay. bright. And that absolutely has all of those characteristics. So it's quite clay, I find. Um, a bit brambly. Loads of sort of lifted fruits, but some nice spice, some nice stalk on the nose. Well, I'm, I'm sitting, sort of where, where I'm sitting, I'm seeing them both against a white wall. And it is, uh, it's, it's a good spot for looking at colours of wine, that's for sure. Mm. And then on the palate, it is super juicy. Again, hmm. not full at all, really, in body. Medium to to light body, I suppose. But actually, sorry, now catching the sun, it does have a bit of purple on the rim, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, super juicy, loaded with fruits, really interesting wine. And again, nice sort of tannic structure. They're very much there, but they're fine, so there's a little bit of bite, but actually it's a very soft, juicy, easy-drinking wine. Excellent. So we're basically, we're very happy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so we should probably maybe look back over the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, if we go back to almost two weeks ago now, we were at a uh, tasting in Cambridge. You, mm-hmm. me and John, Vino team hit the road, didn't we? It's probably the first time we've all been to a tasting, isn't it? It was, it was. It was uh, sort of like our maiden trip, wasn't it, really? Um, so, yeah, Hall Garden Tasting... I mean, we, we had some fabulous wines there, didn't we? We did, yeah. I do like, it was quite a small tasting and it was, so they're doing regional tastings at this yes. time of year, which is, yes, is it's lovely. nice, yeah. Um, Down by the river, weren't we? So it's quite a nice setting. Yeah, they use this opportunity most years to, to showcase some of the newer stuff and I thought there's some crackers. Well, and it was the new table that we spent most of our time at, I think, really. Well, that and maybe the fizz table. Yeah, well... <laughs> But we can come on to this later. So. <laughs> yeah, so there were some some great wines. Their their sort of head buyer, especially for um, European wines, is a legend of the trade, really. And so to spend some time chatting with him was yeah. really cool. He was a really interesting guy. Yeah, yeah, some some beautiful wines shown. Um, they do what they do really well. We don't buy a huge amount from Hallgarten, but 
you know, we use them for a very specific purpose and they're great at those sort of uh, Mediterranean, yes. Eastern European styles. Yes. Well, and actually, I haven't, I, I should have picked up my notes from downstairs, actually. I've left them down in the shop. But um, the one that I remember standing out on the newsstand in terms of being like absolutely perfect for the shop. I, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a Greek wine and it was an entry-level price-type wine, wasn't it? Leo You're, was the name Yes, of the, that was yeah. the one. Well done. I knew you'd remember. Um, and, and that was just brilliant, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Are we listing yeah, I, that or not? Yes, we are, yeah. yeah. Um, just because it's been a few weeks of tastings, I haven't ordered any wine no. at all yet. No. Just trying to work out what's coming off the shelves, what's going on. Yeah. Trying well, to it's a bit right of a juggling balance. act now, isn't it? <laughs> Exactly. Literally, yeah. we were juggling the wines the other day to work out where to put some of the new stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, in fact, I had some bits come in just this morning for uh, this morning for the fun- well, Sunday deliveries. Sorry, I, I picked them up late last oh, night. Oh, okay. And uh, and they were on the racks for the first time this morning. Cool. Um, yeah, some really delicious stuff on the on the fine wine shelf. Is there? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have to take a look. <laughs> Do. Well, and if you come into the shop, but you don't tend to go down to the fine wine area, that's totally fine and totally understandable. But it's really worth just going to have a little look every now and then. <laughs> You'll find me there stroking the bottles. <laughs> yes, I know. And he literally does. <laughs> wishing, wishing I could afford to open them. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, of course, there will be some some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in fairly soon. And um, I think we even got John drinking some of the non-South African wine, didn't we? We did, yeah. Um, with with varying opinions on it, but yeah. <laughs> Not sure he gave much in the way of opinion. I think it was just yes or no. <laughs> it's always clear when he doesn't like a wine, and I like that. He's a You always know where you are with him, yeah. He's traditional yeah, in his taste. absolutely. Um, so then if we fast forward... To last Monday, Monday seems to be the day for it, actually, doesn't it? Mm. You and I got up at a ridiculous, unearthly hour and met at the station at like 20 to 6 in the morning, didn't we? That's like, yeah. It's commitment to the cause. Yeah. Yeah, properly was, wasn't it? It's good fun. We had an amazing day. So we, in case you're wondering where we went, we went to um, basically not that far from um, the... Well, we were sort of in between Brighton and Eastbourne, a couple of miles inland, I think maybe three miles inland exactly from the coast, miles. weren't we? Yeah. Um, and we were so in the middle of the South Downs and we went to um, the home of Rathfinney. Mm. And Rathfinney's been on our shelves since we opened the shop. Um, we, I think the first the first drink we had in here once the, the shop was open was a, a glass of Rathfinney, wasn't it? Um, 2016 Rosé. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so we've had it in the shop for a long while. Uh, love the wine, um, and we were lucky enough to be invited um, as guests of Liberty to go and spend the day at Rathfinney with a a, a few other um, lucky guests as well, weren't we? Hmm. Amazing day, wasn't it? It's was good fun, as you say. We've been fans of Rathfinney for some time, and I've yeah. dealt with them on the phone by email for some time, but never had the chance to go and visit the estate. And we did. And as you say, it was close to the sea, which is where I feel like my soul lives. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm always happier near the coast. <laughs> yeah, specifically three miles. That's where the Romans uh, first planted vines, knowing that that would be the, the opportunity. They reckoned that place, was the yeah. spot, didn't they, apparently? Yeah, and it was lovely, I think, as we say. So, so, yes, very long train journey. Not quite enough caffeine for either of us uh, along the way. Um, but um, once we sort of got there and pulled up in taxis, yeah, you've got this sort of beautiful view. You've got the vineyards planted out, haven't you, in front of you. And then you've got this sort of dip, haven't you, where you can see the sea The first through. of the seven sisters. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You see the, and, uh, those sort of 
blue hue of the sea yeah. of the uh, of the English Channel, sort of sparkling so, in the distance. Yeah, framed by the white cliffs. Yes. Yeah. No, it was, it was really quite something, wasn't it? That that sort of view on entering the the estate. Uh, yes. Yeah. My idea of uh, absolute heaven, and I think for the owners as well um, of Rathfinney. They kept referring to it as a passion project. But yes, there was a lot of talk about that during the day, yeah. wasn't it? But you it's can see multi, that it is. Yeah. Multi-million pound passion <laughs> yes, project. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and it is independently owned, isn't it? By a husband and wife team. Mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really quite something, isn't it? To behold, the, yeah, like, as you say, the amount of investment, forward thinking, the just the attention to detail is just mind-blowing, really, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. Mega bucks. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, as we were walking in, it was a bit... Um, confusing because there were quite a lot of people um, walking in as well, weren't they? And we mm-hmm. didn't really know where you know were they other visitors to the site. What were they? We knew it was harvest time. Obviously, there's a sort of tight three week harvest window. Um, we knew it was harvest time, but yeah, actually, when we got there, um, we were hosted by the wonderful Richard and Andy for the day, um, and they they told us that they basically Rathfinney employ 300 local people every harvest um, to to pick over that in what must be a pretty intense three week period, don't they? Yes, well, for context, uh, what, there are 15 of us or so, probably less than that. Yeah, Just something like that. that must have been, must Took us an hour and a half to, to pick a row of vines. Yeah, yeah, because they let us loose on their vines. We we have handpicked some of the Pinot Noir 2022 <laughs> harvest. We've got the T-shirts to prove it. I think I've still got some staining to my fingernails to prove it. <laughs> One or two have got the odd that, blast to prove first, it, but well, that yeah. wasn't us. <laughs> That's the first time you'd done any harvesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It? I absolutely loved it. It was lovely. It's good fun for an hour and a half. Yeah, yes. I don't I don't know uh, whether I'd have <laughs> stamina to do it for three weeks. Yeah we, yeah. yeah, we knew we'd got a lovely sit down in the afternoon, lots of lovely tasting and some lunch to come, didn't we? But but uh, yeah, no, in, but it was interesting that it was pretty much all waist high, wasn't it? So yeah, um, yeah there wasn't, it wasn't too back breaking. But uh, yes, it must be. If you're doing that for three weeks, it would be... Yeah. It'd no. be fun, and I think they'd look after you very well, but uh, but it be, would be hard work, wouldn't it? Certainly. And as you said, all the vines were um, sort of high-graft vines. Yes. So, um, I knew you'd know the right terminology for it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you uh, get the opportunity to pick low-graft vines, then it is much, much oh, more I'm back-breaking. Sure, I'm sure. But, yeah, no, it was great fun, wasn't it? And, and actually, when we arrived, the wind was sort of really howling around the buildings and us and the cars, wasn't it? And we were all a bit sort of shivery in our coats. But they said, no, 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 the sun will come out. The sun always comes out at Rathfinney, didn't they? And we were a bit, there were a few eye rolls. But um, but oh, it actually, did. it really did. It really did. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, so, yeah, standing there for an hour and a half with the sun on your face, um, harvesting grapes. So it was good, wasn't it? It was a nice it was, feeling. It was lovely. Yeah, fun. really good. Yeah. And then off we went for a very lovely lunch. Yes. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. And... Uh, that involved tasting the whole range of Rathfinney, which obviously was tough going, and you know, but but we're very dedicated to the Vino Gusto cause, aren't we? We are indeed. Uh, so dedicated, in fact, that we've invited them to come here in December. Yes, absolutely. That's going to be very exciting, actually, isn't yeah. it? I guess we'll have a bit more a bit more on that soon, won't yeah, we? Yeah, just confirming yeah. the dates, but yeah. uh, we've got a few in mind, and so yeah, I think Richard is going to be coming to showcase the entire portfolio. Casa VG. Yeah, that'd be fabulous. He's a really nice guy as well, and he's been there right from the start, hasn't he? So he, lives on the he really knows yeah. his stuff. Yeah, he's he's sort of literally lives Rathfinney, doesn't he? But yeah, no, great guy. So that'd be really exciting. Um, we've already got uh, the rest of the Rathfinney range that we didn't have before on the shelves as well, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So it's all here now. Yeah, Blanc de Noir was definitely the highlight for both of us, wasn't it? Very it's happy with wine. everything else, but the Blanc de Noir was just like, oh. and it is it's the wine that they really set out. to 
to create, I think, is, is, sort is of their, yeah, okay. their flagship wine yeah. of the estates. Um, and it certainly does that job. It's oh, it's wonderful. Rich and toasty and yeah. sort of lovely blue and red fruited sort yeah. of aroma. Yeah, just really a perfect Blanc de Noir. I'm mind. feeling like that should that would be my sort of Christmas day yeah. fears, and actually. And 2018 happens to be, sorry, the vintage that we have on the shelf, but also the vintage of the decade. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant year for uh, for English wine all over, but specifically Rathvini, really excited about it. And that was what we were tasting on Monday, it was, was 2018, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So yes, absolutely. I'd, if you're putting a Christmas shopping list together, I'd uh, I'd have that on there, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and it does, I mean, whilst it's not a cheap wine, I, no. it does come in under champagne budget. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, and if we're if we're using champagne as a uh, contrasting tool, then you know it's all single site. Um, yeah, they're not buying grapes in from anywhere, are they? Everything is grown by them and harvested by them, isn't it? And, yeah, and, it's, yeah, so it's all single site. There's very little intervention. They don't add anything to the wine that it doesn't need. They don't mm. take anything out of the wine that they don't need to. Very sort of. Um, Whilst they're not certified, they have an organic approach to both the grape growing and the practice used in the winery. So you're getting a lot of wine for your money. Well, and they took us round the winery, didn't they? And um, there was some serious kit in there, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You asked, I think, just before we walked into the winery, will it look anything like our brewery? (laughs) (laughs) I said, is anything going to look familiar to me, Jake? (laughs) Did it? Well, yeah, I mean, yes, there are are large, shiny vessels, but they're larger. (laughs) There were roughly four walls. (laughs) Yes. They were just further apart. There were some things that were familiar, but my, yes, totally mine. The scale and and just everything and the amount of attention to detail that's gone into it. It was just, yeah. They've got some kit that no one else has got in this country, haven't they, basically? it's fair to say that they are forward planning. Um, We know because they were chatting about their 35-year business plan. But worth saying the scale of this winery exceeds their production at the moment. It does. It does. They are thinking ahead, aren't they? Exactly. Um, And they're also, that they are, so not only do they only grow their own grapes and harvest their own grapes, obviously, uh, so they're clearly, they're only making their, that they're making their own wine, but they're they're not interested in bottling or doing anything else for anyone else. And and one of the reasons for that is that they've even custom made their bottles, haven't they? So their bottles Mm -hmm. are different to a a sort of standard champagne style type bottle, aren't they? Yes. Um, So, so everything has been thought about in the, you know, right down to the, the sort of in, the finest of details, isn't it, as to why they're doing everything and how they're doing it, and even embossing and labelling and ev- everything has just had such attention to de- to detail on it. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. lovely products. Yeah. yeah, and lovely people as well. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, it was yeah. It, it was nice to put some context to it because actually, with English wine, you can almost look at the label and think, oh. They've probably put, you know, fairly normal, traditional method, sparkling wine in a posh label and got lots of money behind a brand to market it, which is, to be honest, my first impression of Rathvini, but having the chance to go around, visit the site, very quickly see the owner, but speak to the brand managers who all live and breathe and really feel the passion and energy of Rathvini. Yeah, there's a real ethos there, isn't there? And I think, yes, it's really, for me, it's really brought it to life. Um, Yeah. Uh, and so I'm, I make no apologies now. If you come into the shop and you're after some sparkling wine, I will be talking about Raffini. We'll <laughs> other a, wines, are, other sparkling wines are available, but <laughs> we'll get a, a, on a busy Saturday. We'll get a few bottles open. Yeah, we must do that again. Important. We must do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, and then hope. Yeah, hopefully more details about uh, December and the Raffini visit here. 
coming yes, soon. We've got a few tastings coming up, actually. Yes. Um, I'm working now on releasing them, but some really exciting ones coming yeah. up before Christmas now. Yeah, that's going to be great. Excellent. And all great time in, in, timing in the lead up to Christmas as well, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. So, yeah, uh, quiet a week. Uh, have you got tastings to go to this week? No, I've, I don't I've got a more normal so. week coming up this week, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got a normal week coming up and then I'm in Lisbon. Um, of course you are yes. for a week or so yes. that's mostly pleasure but I have got a few vineyard visits booked I feel very certain that you'll be tasting a fair amount of excellent guys, Portuguese wine the guys whose there. apartment we're staying in also happens to own a Portuguese natural wine bar yeah so, only uh, you would manage to do yeah, that yeah I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> as I said mostly for pleasure um, but yes I'll be counting that as some some tasting yeah work. no I think that'd be great fun yeah. yeah and then I'm in champagne the week after that actually oh yeah I forgot about that entirely business yeah, it's, it's tough isn't it yeah <laughs> and I think that's probably all we um all we've got on our list for today isn't it unless you've got anything else you Just wanted, wanted to, to, to boast, about? boast about all the wine we've been drinking yes, yeah. all the lovely wine we've been drinking yes <laughs> Good. Must tell people that it's not just for us, though. No, absolutely not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Right. Well, we'll leave it there then. Won't keep bragging and uh, we'll be in your ear holes soon. Absolutely. See you soon, guys.